Right at it. Right at it. Oh, he's done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Go Get That Podcast. Apologies as <laughs> something else was going through my mind as I was doing the intro. We are back at it for episode 92, I believe. So 92, uh, we are previewing the Los Angeles Country Club, uh, which is just a magnificent course. I'm super excited. Um, this course has been hyped up for a long time. Really different from anything we've seen in recent years. Uh, some really cool features, just the slopage and the greens, the, the what is it, the, bar- the Barranca the bar- uh, around the golf course, which are basically like 50-50. If you have even like a lie, you can get on it. If you do, it's probably a sandy lie with maybe some grass right up against it. Balls could get lost in there. It's basically a hazard, and you're hoping to find it. Um, but I don't think it's red stakes, so I believe that if you lose your ball, it will be a re-hit, which, yes. is, which is cool. I don't know how many balls you get lost in there, but from what I was seeing, there was definitely some some rough, rough stuff in there that you could definitely lose. I mean, I guess they have markers out there, but it's it's a cool course. Uh, it ranges everything from 295-yard uh, par threes to 650-yard par fives to 78-yard par threes, so pretty cool course overall um big range what'd you say big range and you know the yardage of the holes as you were mentioning. Oh, it's, it's big big range it'll be interesting uh it'll be cool to see how it's set up um you got the 290 yard par threes you got what seven and eleven um they obviously won't be unfortunately stretched out every day just because i think the usga will not opt for that but um I really hope we get a day where you get, you know, 290 and 70, as you said, 70 at 15 and then 290 at seven. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, it's the venue's different than what we're usually accustomed with the U.S. Open. Uh, we're used to the Northeast, you know, Bully Ball, Brooks Kepka, just bomb and gouge. And I don't think it's going to it's not going to be like that this week. Um, uh, I think. Off the tee is obviously still going to be important, which hopefully should play into Jordan's hands considering how he's driven it lately. But it's not going to be, you know, driver, 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 hack it out, wing foot style, um, oak hill. It's going to be different. It's going to be plotting your way around the golf course. No one plots better than Michael Greller. Um, so that's exciting. There's, you know, we've heard a ton of different course comps. We've heard Augusta. We've heard Chambers. We've heard Pinehurst. Kapalua. So three of those, you know, Jordan's played well at being Augusta Kapalua and uh, Chambers. So in theory, should set up pretty decent for Jordan in terms of, you know, U.S. Open venues. And I think all three of us are excited. It's new. We like new. Yes. Yeah, I think uh, the I'm just excited about the uniqueness of it. Right. There's a drivable par four number six at what 284 on the card i think and then number seven is at 290 on the card or number 11 so it, you got a longer part three than you do a par four um <laughs> which is is 
amazing. Uh, I think it's going to be, there's no rain in the forecast, so it should be pretty firm, although there might be some um, uh, slight instances where waves or the morning plays quite a bit easier than the afternoon just because the sun won't be out until later. But uh, good weather shouldn't be any delays other than waiting on the tee boxes because I think a lot of this golf course kind of overlaps. So it's a little Southern Hillsy in that sense. So it's, um, um, I think no laying up was saying it's going to be five and a half, uh, six hour rounds, which I'm ready. I'm ready. Absolutely brutal. Um, Not hopefully they have some cool drone shots and stuff yeah. like that. I think, the the TV production should be better. They're cutting back on commercials. So you got Zinger. We got Zinger all ready to go. And Dan Hicks is always, you know, decent. Steve Sands conducting interviews. Oh God. <laughs> um question from the chat before I get into uh some other thoughts. Uh what yeah. would be finished for Mr. Speak this week? That would be a win. Win. That's it. The major, we are hoping for a win. Top yeah. five. I guess I'd take a top five. If you if you gave me a top five right now, I might take it. I might not. I no, can't take no. it. You can't take it. I think I think yeah, I you can you can say a good at the end of the week. I think you can say a good finish is like a top twelve, but like it doesn't matter. Well, Chase Smith yeah. is is due for a good finish at a US Open. So um yeah, the biggest thing for me this week about this course is uh the disparity and how it's going to really expose people's golf games. Um, if Mr. Spieth can hit it well throughout the week, he w- should have no problem getting to double digits under par. I really Ooh. don't think – I really wow. think the winning score will be closer to minus 12 or 13 than it will be to minus 3 or 4. Um, okay. Listen, I think we could see a few 80s out here from big names this week. Uh, just through the flyovers, you can tell that like if you're missing your spots, you're going to make a lot of big numbers and you're going to and you're going to rack those numbers up very fast. Yeah. Um, they're not this course is, but if you're the fairways are not necessarily um, that bad. If you can hit fairways and keep yourself in position, you're not going to be making as many big numbers as people have been. Um, hinting at but if you're if you're missing big all week and you're 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 missing with the poles or you're missing with the blocks or you're snap hooking it off the tee you're gonna make a lot of bogeys very fast would not be surprised if we see some big names make four or five six bogeys in a row this week um like but that. i do think that if you are keeping the ball in play this course will play pretty easy i just think that overall the the fairways are just too generous for this course to play like um, an Oak Hill or a wing foot or something of that. They're just, they're too big. So the players who are hitting it well off the tee are not going to be getting themselves into many. I I think that the trouble lies around the greens though. It does. It does. There's a lot of spots where you can hit if the greens get firmed up in the afternoon uh, cause I think the, in the morning, Thursday morning, we were talking about this right before, like, what do you guys think the leading score will be Thursday morning? I think there's 64, I yeah. think maybe even 63, like it, it's, if it's going to play where the, the sun doesn't shine until noon, like, I think, I think guys will be able to 
fired five, six, seven under Thursday morning. Um, but you're also, to your point, Bob, you're going to see an 80, probably multiple oh, 80s. There'll be some ejects. There'll be some ejects. Um, not be surprised. Do not be surprised if you look over at your leaderboard on Thursday night and Mr. Finau is double digits over par. Uh, <laughs> he seems like a guy who could get himself into some sticky situations at this golf course. Yeah. And there's, there's, <laughs> and no, there's, my pick to win this week is not Tony Finau. So don't. Yeah. Bet. And there's big numbers. I mean, and I now, 16 under win by six. Yeah. You, and you, you mentioned the bogey train and I think that's kind of what's going to keep the score below 10 under. Um, I do think it's not going to be a U.S. open where it's going to be minus one, minus two, minus three, but I think the sweet spot is like minus eight. I, I also think that there's, there's a chance. I was looking at this when I was looking at bets um, and it was the over under for people finishing like under par I think we could see a winning score of minus 12, but only like 12 or 13 people finish under par. I think that's fair. Um, I think there's just going to be a lot of disparity. We're not going to have 20 people within two shots going into Sunday. It's just not what you're going to see at this golf course. This course is going to expose the bad strikers. It's going to expose the people that are making a mess of themselves around the greens and the people that are hanging in there and making birdies on the par fives and playing the holes the most strategic way there's going to be a lot of strategy that's involved this week people are going to i mean you heard ricky fowler talk about he might even be laying up when it's 75 yards um because of just the angle there's a better chance he could hold it out from the fairway to the right with much less of a chance of a bogey a loser there. mentality <laughs> yeah that's so brutal how do you lay up from 80 yards but um regardless uh team 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 spieth is gonna have to Think about some shots this week. We see Jordan not have much patience um, in recent years. He's going to need to have patience this week. He's going to need – it's going to be long rounds. He's going to need to pick the best shot. He's going to need to pick spots because you really need to miss in the right um, right areas. Uh, but overall, I, I – we – Jordan and I, I don't know if Dan did, but at the beginning of the year, we can't, we crossed Jay Speed off for this week. We were – I did, yeah. We were thinking um, – from Oak Hill straight to uh, El Pool. So, um, <laughs> but now we've kind of talked ourselves oh, into exactly. a victory this week, which is fantastic. So, well, I, think, I think Jordan can kind of touch on it, but like the way Speed's driven the ball recently, this place seems to kind of fit his game. Obviously, yeah. you mentioned Chambers, mentioned Augusta, but like any any specifics that make you feel this way jordan um just the slopiness you know the thinking of i mean the the ground's just not flat um just going back to the driver i was thinking about this there's zero excuse for jordan speed to drive the ball poorly this if i hear after like saturday or sunday i just didn't come in feeling very good over the driver i might you know shoot myself because let's just Let's go back here. Uh, um, Oakhill. Oakhill. Uh, Spieth drove the ball phenomenally around Oakhill. Phenomenally. Like one of the best weeks he's ever driven it in his career. What was he? He was sure he was first off the tee that week. Uh, fourth. He was fourth. Fourth. Which he was is- first after one round, at least. I yeah, yeah. He was fourth behind Bryson Cantley Scheffler. Fourth. That's, that's pretty darn good. You know, big ball. Fourth. And then you had a bad week at the Schwab, but you know, the Schwab isn't, you know, a big ballpark. You're not hitting a ton of drivers there. 
didn't drive it well there. And then we go to Memorial, another, you know, big ballpark. And what's he do? He is one, two, three, six in the field off the tee. Another massive, you know, place. So that's two elite driving performances from Jordan Spieth on his last two times around, you know, big tracks. No different this week. So there's absolutely no excuse for him to drive it poorly. It should be a strength of his game. He should be playing from the fairway routinely. And the hope is, you know, he cleans up, you know, some of the wedge shots that we saw at Memorial because he's going to have a lot of wedges this week. I know it's a big take out the par threes, obviously, because they're just all long. But if you're hitting the fairway on a par four, you're going to have a lot of wedges because it's going to be firm fairways. You're going to get a lot of run if you hit the fairway. Um, so hopefully the wedges are dialed in. He should have a lot of good chances. Yeah. Yeah. Wedge shots from 100 to 150, but then also the ones around the greens, the pitches from 35, 40 yards, because I think while the rough isn't as U.S. opening as it typically is because we're not in the Northeast, there's still plenty of bad lies to be had. And if you this miss is, the fairway, so. you're just going to get a bad lie at some point. And yeah. The best thing you can do is get it up to 45 yards and you're going to have to be able to put that inside of, you know, 12 feet pretty yeah. consistently and make a few of those putts uh, to hang in it. There's still going to be, it's a different U.S. Open, but there's still the U.S. Open idea of like. Yeah, fairways. You, yeah, fairways. And like, you gotta, you gotta make some putts inside of 12 feet. I mean, yeah. I, we were what one round of atrocious putting at the memorial away from like really being there mm -hmm. come Sunday. He lost three strokes on the greens on Saturday. Nice. And he lost by three. He lost by three. Yeah. That's average on Saturday. And he, in theory is right there uh, at the end on Sunday. So look, games in a good spot. I do think the, the proximity, as you mentioned with some of the iron play needs to have a bit of an uptick especially around here if the greens firm up in the afternoon and it's important to hit yardages of distance control. Cause I think with how slopey it is, if you miss a couple yards, right, you could be kicking down some Hill, leave yourself in a tough spot to two putt, let alone make a birdie. So um, certainly hoping that the, the iron game proximity has dialed itself in a little bit here. Yeah, for sure. I, Heard today, Wednesday, that he was, uh, he played the, I think what the person told me, he might have played all 18 today, but just wedges and putter. So, uh, kind of like that, actually. Yeah, he went full, you know, Tiger, Tiger typically does that, I think, Sunday of Masters Week coming in. He'll just play holes with just the wedges and the putter, and that's what Jordan went with today. So, obviously, he, there's going to be an emphasis on, you know, not hitting every wedge shot to 30 feet like he did at Memorial. Um Obviously, that's going to be an emphasis. The short game was a lot better at Memorial, which was nice to see more Jordan speak like. So he was working on that today, getting that dialed in. And then with the rough that you were mentioning, it it's the same grass type. And I saw, I don't know which account I saw on Instagram post. They dropped the ball in the rough. It's like spongy. It reminds me of the Schwab. It reminds me of Colonial a lot. Yeah, You'll get some lies there where like it's not deep. But when the greens firm up, it's very difficult to hold the greens if you're playing from the rough. So that's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah, I I, I agree. This is going to be very spongy, sticky, rough. Yeah. Going to be 
it's going to be tough to get clubs through the ball um, from 180 yards plus. Uh, we're going to see a lot of chunk outs and a lot of um, layups um, from 200 yards. It's just how the rough is this week. Um, but again, the, the, the fairways are not that crazy. He should be able to hit fairways this week. There's no not be able to hit fairways this week. Um, he's driving the ball well coming in for what we know. Um, and yeah, it's, it's the driver will be a crucial, crucial part of um, this tournament, because as we know, um, for the last three years, the majors have been thrown away with either the driver or the putter. So um, mostly the putter, but the driver is definitely thrown away a few. So Hopefully those two clubs can cooperate. I'll take my chances. Um, if you give me a good putting week and a good driving week, I'll take my chances with uh, how he performs um, fairway to green. So, yeah. I agree. I think the the putter is kind of where I wanted to go next because it's still a recession despite some uptick, so to speak. I would say we were close to being out of the recession. Uh, <laughs> kind of plummeted Certainly. Back. I mean, we still haven't had, we, you know, good, good week at uh, a national, um, but then a pretty poor week at O'Hill, um, yep. particularly in round one when he needed it. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm not sure what to expect from, from it this week. You know, it'd be nice to kind of start with, Let's see, he starts on 10, which is weird. The afternoon featured groups are off the back to start. Um, but and then tens of par four. four. Should par be a scoreable hole, I think. Okay, so it'd be it'd be nice to, you know, two putt on the first and then get get something inside of like eight feet within the first couple holes and see it go in. Uh, because I yeah. think a lot of times the first one from that range misses and then it's like oh boy here we go here we go none of them are <laughs> going to go in and um that's not fun to watch it clearly the um it takes a toll i feel like the lack of patience has not is has been very apparent recently it just seems like uh he's not very content with making 13 pars in a row at majors and it's kind of like well that's better than you know forcing stuff and then making three bogeys to the one birdie and it just seems like even par will never hurt you right at least you know not in the um sense that you're not in any particular out so yeah exactly it's like if your bad stretch is plus one for nine that's fine but it, it can't would... be plus three plus four because you try and force birdies and then your three your three jack and that's the other thing the three putts that you can't be above the hole and speed is quite good at three putting so that's kind of something to keep an eye on come thursday afternoon never used to be good at three putting a lot but so yeah. times changed no my um i think i'm gonna set my bar for the week with the putter to the let's not put like dog shit bar um i've i've had enough of i'll give him credit he putted, he putted well at augusta it was very nice to see that 
Um, felt like it'd been a while since he putted well there, but I mean, the guy just consistently sucks on the greens at PGAs and US Opens, particularly. Um, it's so, so, so frustrating uh, watching other dudes make make stuff, and then this guy just he he can't make you know the eight footer for a save par, which is crucial at you know a tough golf course. Um, I'm just so look at Oak Hill. You look at the ball striking numbers at Oak Hill. Uh, he hit it great at Oak Hill. T29. Yeah. If he would have put well at Oak Hill, I mean, he would have T10. He was never catching Brooks, obviously, but it's just the putter is like a liability just far too frequently at majors, and you cannot win. That's the yeah. thing, Scotty, this week, too. Like, I, you can't expect Scotty to continue to ball strike it at the level he has been. He's going to need a lot of cooperation from the putter. Spieth and Scotty are kind of the same. Uh, who's going to putt well this week? Yeah. That's – who knows? No, yeah. So someone in the chat just asked um, how he putted horribly at Riviera, and is that the same grass type? It is not. No. Um, Riviera is Poen, I believe. Mm-hmm. And this is bent grass, which is Jordan's best surface. So Slopey bent grass. Um, yeah. Perfect. What bent grass? Cool. Slopey bent grass. Uh, slopey. Like, like Jordan likes Yeah. So, yeah. He, at, at the putting, we have no excuses uh, when it comes to the putter this week. I was going to set my bar um, for just, like Thursday. Green. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I kind of wanted to see this. This is what I want. I, you know, I'm, I'm always like make a bogey for a bird, uh, make a birdie for a bogey, but I'd really like to see him get to two under before he gets to over par um because every time <laughs> in recent memory, he either starts awful or he makes a birdie and then throws it away somewhere very quickly well he, the good so, news for that bob is 10 you got a 409 yard par four and then 11 you get a 290 yard par three so obviously he won't birdie 10 and you know give it right back at the long 11th hole so nothing to worry about <laughs> Well, but it's okay if he gives the birdie right back. I'm just saying bef- I'd rather not see him give two right back um, before he not that get on a little train. So yeah. that's that's what I, that's what my deep dive into where I think jo- what Jordan needs to do tomorrow. I think he needs to get a little of a, a little bit of a momentum kick going, get a few birdies early. Um, I'd like to see an under par front nine. I really would. I know we'd probably all sign for a 35, but – um, I'd like to see a 34. Um, yeah, I, I think to day one of a major feels more important than it probably is. Right. Oh, it's important. But, uh, you know, Justin Ray with this stats after day one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's fair. But it, like in the media, it's like, I mean, yeah. Kepka, Kepka was plus two at the PGA and came back. Yeah. And, and yeah. obviously Kepka's, a different sort of breed of champion than most but it's it's like being in the mix in the top 10 you get all this you know attention and just it feels like all right you've got a foothold in this tournament whereas if you're t36 like jordan speed has consistently been or even worse t72 then it's like what are we even not what are we even doing but it's just like the margin for error is so small the last three days and the entire, it just, it'd be nice to get to Sunday and have a larger margin for error. Um, In terms of winning the golf tournament? 
sure but it just it feels like i mean i don't know when we go to trying to think the 2021 open thursday was fantastic right yep. it was a five under and it's like all right speed's in this thing yeah and then it was a like a three under and then saturday he kind of threw away his margin for error come sunday um on two holes yeah i, I guess I would like the margin of error to still be bigger after still be like decently sized after Thursday. That's I feel like that's a decent, decent goal. Cause that's just, well, it doesn't, it's like, doesn't happen very often. Even the masters this year, like he threw what three shots away on three holes and still shot 69. And it's like, I'd like to see shots not really be thrown away this year. Um, I don't have uh, well, that, yeah, I mean, you're gonna he's gonna throw away one tomorrow at least. I know, but it, it's just it's been a problem recently, at least, where he's just he's just he's not. Yeah, it doesn't feel like he's in the major mentality that he usually is. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't. When it, I, the last time he's been there though is like I, I don't even know. Royal St. George, twenty one. Yeah, yeah. twenty one open. That that for real felt like all right. This is. He's played great golf there. I mean, yeah, I know he. Yeah, he deserved to be where he was. Well, he deserved to win, but he deserved to be in contention. He hasn't deserved to be in contention at any of these past majors. He hasn't played good. One hundred percent. And I, I think it, it stems from poor Thursday, like patience. Yeah, patience. It's just it, it feels because the and the the thing I worry a little bit about is like somebody's gonna. Like, I don't know if Corey Connors is off in the morning, but Corey Connors is going <laughs> to shoot 63 tomorrow. And then Speed's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm seven back already. And then he's going to try and play catch up and then shoot a 72 and be nine back going into Friday morning. And it's like, what are we? Turn him over. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, how about you just go go fire a 69 and then go shoot a 67 on Friday and let Corey Connors, like, fumble it, you know? And, and then you're – couple back i just the uh constant improvement every day would be ideal but it's speed so it's it's going to be all over the map we could get 75 66 78 80 yeah i however i won't i won't discourage if someone were to tell me that he goes 64 68 i won't be devastated at that by any i could live with that i think if he backtracks just a um, if he finds but, a 64 tomorrow afternoon, that's the round of the day. Uh, if he finds a 64 for tomorrow, the wave, for the wave, I should say. Be, I'm not sure 64 will be out there for the afternoon. Not, yeah, it won't. Probably not. I think 66 in the afternoon is probably the. Uh, like, I, I genuinely believe that once the sun starts shining, I think it's going to play two shots harder. Yeah, that would be chills. Which I because we talked about the um how you could see some guy kind of sep- a couple 10 guys separate themselves in a sense and the leaderboard kind of spread out but i think that if the if the clouds hang over the morning enough there could be some three unders out there on the weekend mornings that get guys kind of back into the picture yeah but so we'll see. We'll just have to see how how much how firm it really is. Because well, obviously, like you listen to people on Twitter talk about it, and you've got some people saying it's soft. You've got some people saying it's firm, and it's like, well, which one? A lot one of talking is heads. It? Yeah. 
And it's like, well, let's just find out tomorrow when uh, whoever's whoever's first off is. uh, Brian asked, what if Spieth turns back the clock and leads the field in putting? Well, then surely everything else would go to plan as well, right? Yeah, I mean, surely he wouldn't drive it like he did at Bethpage. Surely he wouldn't lead the field in putting and have the worst week of his career with another part of his game. We're we're not we're truly gonna find out the firmness until Omar Morales hits the first team shot tomorrow. Looking we'll forward to up for that dude. Oh no, we'll be middle day for you that. Uh will I be away for the first tee shot? Of course. Yeah, it'll be like I'll be eating lunch. Yeah, it won't even be late for us. It will be basically lunch for us. 9 45 in the morning. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's fine. I'll be up. Yeah. I I think a Sunday finish. Not sure if Ryan will be up. So <laughs> I think a Sunday finish for me would be like six in the morning. Well, I mean, it's recent contention that I'll obviously be watched. Well, yes, of course. I will be <laughs> awake, but it just like it'll be a long night. And then plus the recap pod, it'll be whew, I just won't sleep. It'll be an all-nighter. Yeah. Unfortunately, Elise was not able to join us tonight. She's on vacation, which is which is great for her. So I know everyone who's here. I know our viewer drop count is about to drop significantly because obviously everyone comes for Elise. But um, hopefully we can uh, do our best to follow in her footsteps. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about betting. I don't think I've really had the chance to like brag. Brag. I mean, I, I need to get it together. I need to sack up and I, get together. I'm down 450. Last, Go get that point. The last two months, I have been cooking. Um, and it feels good. Obviously, I've been buoyed by Mr. Brooks winning his fifth major. Um, but I, I know that you know these leads can shrink pretty quickly. I could be barely above positive come the end of the week. Um, so on your mind it is certainly on my mind i do have a very uh anti my bets are not very risky i guess i should say i have a very top heavy card protect your lead that's that's fine you know um but i do think it's well spread out so you won't lie dan i would say that your bets are definitely risky from what i'm seeing how so i literally have five of the top like 10 favorites to win yeah, but and I, and I have a and I have a bet and I have a bet of somebody to beat Rory in a major. Well, uh, that's the only problem, Dan, is if one of those people don't win. Okay. Get a little bit of trouble. Uh, also, I'm going to say right now and just get this out of the way: Morikawa, it will not be a factor this week. Just wanted to put that out there. Mm, I'm um, so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. I feel a lot better about putting him on my card now. I uh. Use a late ad. I guess I might as well just drop. Would you like to? Would you like to share all of your outrights? Yes. Yeah, I might as well. So, uh, I have five outrights. Originally was going to be three, and then it moved to four, and now it's at five, and they're all thirty-five or one to shorter. Um, Wow. So, Scotty Scheffler, I have him on the card. I got quite a bit on him. He just like could win if he loses half a stroke every day he could win on the greens like he's hitting the ball so well in theory that has to regress 
but I also think he's kind of due for a win in a sense. I know he won the players, but guys who play at this level, you think about the even Rom has now got a second major more. Kyler got a second major pretty short time period. Spieth obviously ripped off three in three years. Rory got his four in a few years. Brooks got his first four in a few years. So it's like guys will win these majors in bunches, and it seems like this could be a spot for Scheffler to grab his second. Um, and then I've got Kepka again. I I just can't not bet him. He's he's just a different like animal in these things, and I think he's feeling really good. He's got a T two with the Masters, and then he won the PGA. Like it, and I don't I don't see why this course wouldn't set up well for him. Um, because if you look at his data golf page, his driving numbers are insane. Like he's plus distance and he's plus accuracy. Good and it's plus like six percent accuracy and every it's it's amazing. Um, and then we get to the people who probably will not win, but why not? Uh, I put some on Xander. Go ahead, laugh at me. Um, oh, oh, it's it's. I don't know. I'm just maybe he's he's been playing really good golf. Uh, it's Southern Cal. I think this fits his game pretty well uh, if he can kind of get rolling. Because you remember he won the Scottish last year. And this is a little bit of a different um, setup in some ways. But this has also been compared to somewhat of an open setup with how dry and kind of rolly things are going to be. So why not Xander? Uh, And then talk about Morikawa. He was really good on approach at the Memorial and then hurt his back. Uh, but his number is like he's 35 to one. Um, and I think he's a better player than that. And I think this fits it because you have to be long, but I think if you hit the fairway, which he has been doing, then it's going to roll out and approach play is going to be prevalent. Um, and he's really good at that. And then I threw a little on Jordan's beat because why not? That in theory fits his game to a T. We've heard Chambers Bay, we've heard all this other stuff. So, and I think there's probably 12 guys that can win this tournament. I don't even have them named, but I think then I've got five of them covered. So, um, no Rory in there. You know, he's not one of those top 12, I would have to think. <laughs> no, Rory's Rory could win this tournament. Uh, I, I, I am a little concerned that out of the big four, because I'm putting Rory in there. He's no, just, no, no, no. Kepka, Scheffler, Rom. Speak. I was you. thinking about. I was. I couldn't. It was tough to leave to pick Kepka over Rom or pick Scheffler over Rom, but I I couldn't yeah. leave Scheffler off the card, and I just can't leave Brooks off the card either. Also, it's just hard to win two majors in a season. Uh, I think Rom will play well, but I I don't think. He gets the job done, although his Southern Cal performances at Torrey Pines are certainly um yeah. oh, um, different golf course. Oh. I can I can follow that up by saying that John Rom will be on my card this week. Um congrats to Rom. You no, know, I am um yes, congrats I, to Rom. I can embarrassingly say I'm playing for profit this week. I really cannot afford a minus 200 week this week. Uh so I've gone very light on the um outrights and to be frank i have gone with value plays two people that simply i believe there's too much value on to pass up it's 
much as I'd love to bet uh, Kepka, I'm betting Rom because Rom at uh, 12 to one is just kind of ridiculous. Um, think that he should be right there, if not um, worse than Scotty. Um, I mean, if not better. So, um, wow. Yeah, I'm. That's a preposterous take. You think Rom? You think Rom should be should be shorter odds than Scotty Scheffler right now? Not necessarily, but I think it. You definitely could make a case for it. There's Uh, no case. No case. There's no case. case. How Scotty's been putting? There's definitely a case. No case. What? Scheffler putted so bad, and he still dusted Rom last week at Memorial. I, I really he almost won a tournament putting. A I, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't really have anything to back it up, but I'm going to stick with it. I, All right, you stick with it. You know. I mean, it's just a classic blue take. But, <laughs> um, but regardless, 12 to 1 is kind of ridiculous for John. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I, I, If that's you were told you could get that a month ago, you would have been like, give me it. Whatever yeah, the forever. fact that he's above 10, I think, is a little crazy. Yeah. Um, then I'm going with DJ. Um, again, Chambers, Augusta, you know, yeah. he plays a lot. And I think I picked DJ in the preseason things. He's one to one. That's that good though. Good value for someone who I don't think we really know what he's, what's really going on with him. You know, he has won a few live events this year. I know that's not what we are going to measure the best off of but like he's definitely got it in the tank exhibitions exhibitions so um <laughs> i'm going to take dj for 10 um to win so hopefully he wins that would be the best case did you bet him at oak hill too i believe i did i i think i recall you betting him at oak hill. yes jordan oh it was my turn my outrights or is it my whole card Outright. Oh, it's just my R. I only have two. Okay. Uh, I think I have seven plays. Yeah, seven plays. So first outright would be S. Scheffler. Uh, you can boo all you want. I don't want him to win. The last thing I want to see come Sunday night is Meredith Scheffler. Same. Last Same. thing I want to see. Same. It's time well, for A. Speed. It's time for A. Speed. I agree. But A. Speed and S. Speed. Yeah, I want to see Andy and Sammy. But the last thing, I mean, he is a flusher. Um, my headphone came out, so now I can't hear anything. So I got to plug that back in. But there's really nothing to explain on Scotty anyway. So I'll just move on to the next guy. Who I have right? I have a loser for an outright. But I'm going to roll with Patrick Cantlay. <laughs> He's a oh, loser. I, 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 look, I have six. Go get that points on Patrick Cantlay. Six. Thank you. Just wanted Six. to say that Ryan <laughs> agrees with me that Rom should be um, shorter odds than Scotty. And so, I agree that Ryan uh, needs well, to I lose think, weight. So. <laughs> I would agree I with that. Think, as well. that was, I think that just proves me and Jordan's point then, if you and Ryan agree. So yeah. uh, He also said that he will not be setting an alarm for Mr. Morales. So, I mean, maybe right, right, right. that's tough. Mr. Is, damn, it's sad that Ola Zalabal is not in this tournament. I know. Can I explain my Cantlay pick? Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. So he's been driving the ball phenomenally. Yeah, he's been awesome off the team. His iron play has been really good. He's not putting well, which is very anti-Patrick Cantlay. It should turn around. He's got some prior course knowledge. 
Um, he played well at Oak Hill, a little T9 action, a little T14 at Augusta. Um, again, he's not a winner, but he hasn't won since the BMW in August, and he doesn't seem like a guy to go a whole year without a win. So will it come this week? Probably not, but could it? I had six left over. Go get that points, and I wanted to go with another outright. So I went with Patrick that, Cantlay. That's very, very valid. I mean, I, I don't know if we want to do this, but like, how many guys do you think could actually win this tournament? Um, ten. I think twelve. Ish. I mean, you know, we could. Let, let me let me see. I, I'm gonna say Cantlay's um, on that list for sure. Yeah, I, Cantlay's on the list. I think uh, Rom and DJ are on the list. To be honest, who, who? do you think's on the list, Colin? I don't think Cantley's on the list. Really? I don't think DJ is on the list. I don't see Cantley winning this week. But he could. Actually, you know what? Yes. All right, Cantley's on the list. I'd say Cantley, Scotty, Rom, Hovland, Smith. not Hovland. Uh, you're right. Hovland's not winning. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you have to throw Hovland on the list. Um, Jay Spieth. Homa. Yeah, no, Homa's he could win. He probably won't win, but he's on the list. Come on now. Cam Smith's on the list as well. Phil Mickelson. Mickelson, I will not. I almost put some on Mickelson. He is on the list. <laughs> Mickelson's because very much on the list. He showed up, man. He somehow turns up. Weird. T Finau, yeah. not on the list. Now he's not on the list. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's sad, too. I, somebody was saying, like, they're doing course fit stuff. Like, this would be so zalatorisy, this golf course. And we'll you be back soon. It, you're like, yeah, man, it really would be a zalatoris course. But, I mean, we'll he can't back. finish anyway. So, um, I don't know. I didn't know what to do with Camp Smith, to be honest, this week. Because I was thinking about it. You think about the open-ish, like the open-open. Him um, and Spieth are, like, Rusta. very similar. Yeah, and it's – Short game will be critical. I just don't think he's got the the off the tee game. Yeah, to good give himself him enough chances. Um, I don't know if he's 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 sharp enough. Um, Has he been playing well in the exhibitions? Yes, Mickelson is on the list. Mickelson's on the list. That is correct. Cam I mean, Smith will miss the cut. Is Rory on the list? Is Rory is Rory out in the morning? No. Oh, Which sucks. I would have enjoyed <laughs> to watch him play. Well, there's a yeah, I would have loved to see him fire seventy five before I left. <laughs> yeah, but he's gonna he's gonna. I don't. We just have to watch him shoot seventy five at in prime time. It, 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 I, I can settle. I can settle. Yeah. We shall see. It's either a 68 or it's a 74. That sounds about right. much in between from, from Mr. Roy tomorrow. But well, okay. that's a good segue. May I, may I do my, the rest of my place? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Um, because my first big play of the week um, is Mr. McElroy to go over 70 and a half for the first round at plus 120, which I believe is ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Right. So even par or better, and it doesn't. Even par better, and it doesn't. Um, plus, I, I think plus money for him to shoot over par at a major is a steal, a steal. Um, and I have doubled down on that by putting 10 on him to miss the cut at plus 400. Um, like that? Uh, I like the strategy, Cotton. Yes, yes. So hopefully that hits. 
Um, I will also be taking uh, Fleetwood to do better than Finau this week at plus uh, 120. Oh. Or no, plus 105. Sorry, apologies. Um, that's a good. That's a good bet, I feel like. I feel like Finau is going to have a bad week this week. Um, I'll be following that up with a plus 170 play. Uh, Mr. Flower to top 20. He has been playing very, playing very well. No, he is not on the list, but he yeah. will. I think he will. I think he will play well this week. I think he will. There will. He'll be. He'll be in. I think he'll be on the cut line uh, on Friday. But I think. He'll, I think he'll turn it up when the pressure's off on the weekend. You think we'll see Sunday Orange? Is what you're saying? I think we will see Sunday Orange. I think it will be a Sunday 67 um, to backdoor top 20. So that's that's interesting. Um, Mr. Flower yeah. throughout. I now foresee a Sunday 76 to fall out of the top 20. Well, if he lays up on 15, I will feel much worse. <laughs> that, um, I hope that can't be the Sunday pin. They can't do that, I don't think. If it's sure. an 80-yard hole on Sunday. I'll test the nerves. Why not? Why oh, not? my God. I, that I, would be chills. But. I finally, at plus 150, have Mickelson to make the cut. As I really know why that number is so that. I believe he was like minus 170 to make the cut at Oak Hill, right? Yeah, I don't know why. Coming uh, off the Masters, probably. Yeah, so. What did he do at Oak Hill? He, um, I don't know. Did, did he have the, the weekend deal? off? Did he? Like he might have. The only way. T58. <laughs> okay. Weekend was. Yes. So I think, I think Phil, he could pop this week. But I also think there's a, a chance he, he gets in some weird spots and he tries something Phil-esque and then he ends up in another weird spot. And it's like he there could be a large number, you're saying. Yeah, there there could be there could be a, a woodsy and ten on the on the on the Phil card this week. I would I would not disagree. I just hope that that's on the weekend. Um, I think we get a Friday fist bump out of lefty. You know, that I think we're getting a Friday. Yeah. I, I feel like that a Phil. What's um? What do you guys think the cut line is going to be? It's tough to know, right? Like plus three. I I think that I was going to say that as well. That seems yeah. to be like a good bet. The tough golf courses, like plus three, plus four. Yeah. You think it could be <laughs> higher though, because you get some like eighties? No. Okay. I think plus three plus four, unless this place is just way harder than we think it is. But yeah, I don't foresee. Well, that I hope happening. I hope they turn it up on. I, I hope, hope it gets cranked tomorrow. up fairly quickly. I hope it gets cranked up tomorrow, but that does that's not really what the U.S. Open likes to do, unfortunately. So my guess is that. I want them to turn that dial all the way on Friday so we get carnage Friday. After Spieth finishes his morning round. Of course. Well, yeah, they turn the dial up once Jay Spieth is eight clear. That'd be nice. And then I'd, I'd appreciate that. Yes. I'd appreciate that. I would take my bets with a 10-shot lead entering the weekend. I would mm. like our position. <laughs> Dude, I'd be so <laughs> nervous, though. <laughs> I would – I'd like – should I go with my – I'll go with my card. Yes. Um, so, got my outrights. Um, top 10, B, 
Brooks Kepka. Uh, hit him with the top 20. The PGA, that hit. We're going top 10. I don't see how he's not in the, the picture unless he just doesn't putt well, which can happen, I guess. But no ball strike the crap out of it like he typically does. He should be in contention. Um, so I've got 50 of my 200 points on the top 10 for Brooks. And then I'm going – I'm doubling down on a guy that I do not think is getting talked enough talked about enough this week not necessarily to win but just to play well for a placement we go to Wyndham Wyndham Clark who I think might be one of the most underrated players on tour right now he's uh, awesome yeah he um data golf's got him as their 12th best player their 12th best player in the world right now like no one would think about that um he is even money to top 40 as the 12th best player in the world according mm -hmm. to them he's even money. Yes, That's he came funny. off. I mean, T12 at Morley. He missed the cut at the PGA. Didn't putt well. Short game was poor. But then he won in Wells Fargo, blowing everyone out. T24 in Mexico. Playing really good golf. So I – go ahead. The Just the, the missed cut at the PGA came right off the back of Wells Fargo, right? Yeah. So it's like a – just shocked right up to a rough week. Yeah. Just won my first tournament, and then he flipped it around at Memorial. He was he was seriously there at Memorial. He played with Hovland on Sunday yeah. at the Memorial. So I knew it He's a very good, very very good player. Yes, yeah, so uh, I went I was with thinking the... about another top twenty bet for him, but yeah, I went with the Wyndham double. I have Wyndham at even money to top forty, uh, thirty. Go get that points on that, and then I got fifteen. Go get that points on Wyndham to top twenty. So I'm expecting a good weekend out of Mr. Clark. Uh, next, I have a matchup. I have, I think Bob is going to hate this. I have JT over Jason Day. Mm. Uh, Jason Day has been playing awful golf since the Byron Nelson. And I think, I think JT is going to have a decent week. I'm not a JT fan, but I think JT is going to mm. stop the bleeding. We're talking about how this is a good course for Spieth. It's a probably a pretty course. distant course for JT as well, considering yeah. how wild he can get off the tee, very short games. He's minus one. To, he's the underdog in that matchup against Jason Day. And Jason Day has, I mean, good news for Jason Day backers. He actually played a practice round this time. So that's <laughs> good. But, I mean, he's missed back-to-back -back cuts um, off of the Byron Nelson. So he's just not playing very good golf. So I got – Switched irons too. Switched irons. Probably not liking something. Um, I got 40 go get that points on that. And then my last play is a guy that I didn't realize was playing as good as he was, but he is. Team Rose, Jay Rose, um, another guy that's been, I mean, kind of like Bob going with Flower for the top 20. I'm going Jay Rose for the top 20. He's top 20. That's a good, bet. That's a good bet. Four of his last five outings. He's a good long iron player, good short game, been putting well. Um, so I went with that. My plays well in, plays well in California too. More yep. pub this year. Won a US Open. Won a US Open before. I feel like he played well at Pebble in the 2019 US Open. Let's as see. Well. Um I think he was T right there. Yeah. T3 at Pebble. Yeah. So he uh knows those West Coast US Opens pretty well. Yeah, that's a that's a good play. He's been a, a lot better this year than he was the past couple of years. Um, and I think that the firmness of the fairways will mitigate some of his distance concerns. Um, so I like that play. Thank you. Uh, 
So I have two plays to wrap it up. I have seven total. Obviously, I already mentioned my five outrights, but I've got uh, Brooks over Rory uh, for the tournament. Uh, good chunk on that. And then Xander Shoffley to top 10 because that's kind of just what he does in U.S. Opens. Uh, I'll, I think, pull it up really quickly, but I'm pretty sure he, like, he top 10 his first five U.S. Opens, the first guy to do that since. Anybody know? Can you repeat this question again? Xander Shoffley top five, or excuse me, top 10 to his first um, five U.S. Opens. Uh, so five in a row, when and they were his first five. Uh, only one other man has done that. Ben Hogan. And his name, I believe, was Bobby Jones. B. Jones. Uh, but I should double check that. Uh, because Ben, it could it could be B. Hogan as well. But regardless, yeah, I think I mean B. Hogan uh, won quite a few U.S. Opens. Yes, but. Uh, I mean, Shoffley's gone T5, T6, T35, T7, T14. Like, he's a dude, very good loser, is what you're saying. Dude, well, yeah, he's good at getting near the top 10. So he was plus 180, which I thought was fascinating. He's Data's golf's third best player. Like, I, he's, he's going to shoot a 70, like three on Saturday, but then he'll follow it up with a decent, a decent finish on. It'll, it'll be a backdoor 67 on Sunday to backdoor that top 10. Uh, it's one of Elise's uh, go-to plays, I think. It's Nell and Xander's going to backdoor it. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about this week, excited about the golf course. I feel like we've got a bunch of good plays. I'm hoping we're all in the green this week because that would be very nice. I'm hoping you both brutally lose a lot as I am currently in a hole. <laughs> Yes, you are down big. Uh, Not that far behind me, though. Not that far behind me. Great. So, any final thoughts? Um, Cinderella picks. Cinderella picks? I kind of like Sahith Tigala. Well, we think like 12 guys can actually win, so I guess no one. No, but there's always one. Who's I mean, I guess Homa would some, kind of be a Cinderella. I mean, he's from around here. Name some really players that won't win but might have their name be on the leaderboard. Cam Davis. It will not be Michael Block. Interesting. Yes, no, no M Block this week. It's not the same without him. Um, um, I, I, I mean, do. Phil. Phil. I think Phil was probably the guy. I. Phil is the Cinderella pick. That's the ultimate cinderella story i don't think and i don't know if you guys are in agreement with this but i don't think there is someone besides jay speed that i want to win as much as i want phil Phil winning this week Uh, is like so so close to speed would the call be if phil won the saudi slam (laughs) he had the grand slam representing saudi arabia yeah I don't really please Grand Slam triumph in a high flyers hat. <laughs> want Phil to win. I mean, that'd be the content would be amazing. Um Twitter would be an incredible place if I've seen, Yeah, that would be something. I've seen some people on Bryson. He yeah. played he, dude, he was Bryson. awesome at the PGA T to Green. Um Bryson could definitely win this week. But I, I worry about his I think uh, 
you're going to get some weird spots out here. And I worry about Bryson's uh, temperament, I should say, in those spots. Um, but also just we'll see. Because I, I think he's he's been more quiet recently, and I think that's a good thing. So Bryson, I suppose, could be somewhat of a sleeper. Um, a lot of people are on Justin Suh because he's played here before. No thanks. Um, I would be so surprised if he was relevant yeah. <laughs> on the weekend. But um, sh- um, Russell Henley's gotten some love. I maybe uh, he's been pretty good this year. Wyndham Clark, oh, I think, is a good one too. Yeah, uh, I like Wyndham. I'm just looking at the field. Not to win, but my man Emiliano Grillo. Hmm. I could see him, you know, on the first page of the leaderboard. Nah. Good iron player. Bermuda grass again, you know, that's what he just won on. I could see it. Yeah. I could, I could I, see it. I feel like P. Reed could lurk this week. The it'd four ace. So, the four ace. It'd be so P. Reed to just like. Something finagle his way into the final, like one of the final four pairings on Saturday or something like that. And you well, just like, this guy, considering Mr. Grillo's best finish at a U.S. Open is a T54, <laughs> I might have to backtrack just a little T54, uh, T58, and two weekends off for Mr. Grillo. So, well, who knows? Who knows? That could change, but. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe, I mean, a lot of people are on, or not a lot, but people like Fowler this week too. That would be, that would be a pretty Cinderella story, I think. But yeah, I don't, I, I just don't, it's hard to win the first one back being a major, you know? Yeah, I don't really know about the Flower. I, He's been playing great golf, but then, you know, in typical freaking fashion, he emceed at the PGA. The light's starting to really get bright, and he dwindled. So, who knows? I'd like to see Ricky play well. The lights did get bright for us. Yeah. <laughs> the lights got bright, and it was a weekend off. So, <laughs> um, not great. But I think the golf gods owe us, like, a Sunday with Spieth, Brooks, Ricky, those three in contention. Like, that would be so much fun. Like, I don't want Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley is boring. A Ricky Spieth duel so much. <laughs> I love my odds as a Spieth fan for that. I, I, I love our chances. Well, yeah. Well, Honestly, so, I'm sure I, Ricky fans would kind of like their odds too. Yeah, I think they would feel pretty good. I, and the I, Ricky, like, he's had a career and he's played good enough golf to have won a major. He should have. At some point, he's going to get it, but. I don't know. I really don't know. I hope, I mean, I, I don't know what I hope really, but I feel like the last two majors, we've had somebody go grab it, right? Like Rom kind of went and grabbed the Masters. Kepka went and grabbed the PGA. I really hope that we get another one of those instances and we don't get a, a Mito handing it to JT type. You want thing. someone to go get that. Yeah, I want somebody to go get that this weekend. Um, I know a go-getter, you know, got it has go gotten something before of the name yes. Michael Greller. He go got something. So he did go and got something. <laughs> yes, that would be that would be Hopefully very lovely. He goes and got something else this week. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. Mr. Mr. Greller deserves another major. It's been nearly six years now. 
I'm sure Mr. Yeah. Geller would love um, love another another cup. Some people, some would it, it'd, be, it'd be hilarious if Speed had two U.S. Opens. <laughs> hey, just a lot of people think he's like the prototypical American golfer. You know, people think he's the American star. So. Yeah, but it, it just like U.S. Opens. Like I know he's got two. He has two U.S. Ams, right? But it, just given how good he's been at the Masters and given how good he's been at Opens, to have two U.S. Opens versus, like, I don't know. That'd be funny. But we can speak it into existence, right? Of course we can. Yeah. It's it's a win or bust. We either, you know, win or we lose. That's correct. Yes. If you're not first, you're last. Correct. Well, you don't get paid. Like, it depends on where you finish. But I'm not getting paid. Bob's not getting paid. You're not getting paid. Getting paid. No, well – I, yeah, I wasn't really referring to us. You don't but. need the money. I'll tell you that. That's true. I'm, I'm wishing a happy U.S. Open week to all of you. Same to you. I, I look forward to, I guess it'll be nice. I really know you wake up tomorrow morning and the first tea times at 9.45 a.m. Eastern. It's not at 7 in the morning. No, so that's nice. Of course, nine still won't be up. But it'll be a long wait till 4.43 Eastern. Or a long wait to like 11. I don't know how much golf I'm really even going to be able to watch. I, 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 have, I really hope that on Sunday the rounds start at 4. Because I have a tournament until probably 6. So you have to, They'll start. If Spies in one of the final pairings, they'll be off like 4 o'clock. On Sunday. I think it'll be, yeah. I mean, I, if I remember Pebble correctly, it was, I think it was 5.10 was the final pair. Yeah. So. But I believe Torrey Pines. I mean, I believe Harding Park was early. I yeah, believe I think it was. Um, there was weather, maybe. maybe. I can't remember. All right. Well, do we have anything else? No. No, I'm excited. Well, hopefully they have good drone shots because I think they supposed to be cool. It's a good week. Um, gonna go enjoy my mows. Enjoy your mows. Hopefully you guys enjoy your meals tonight. I'm enjoying my bedtime. Yeah, you're about to go to bed, right? Yeah, I get back to the clubs, the bars. The karaoke. I will be home in a month. Nice. A little shorter. Tomorrow championship or after O championship? I will be home before. Well, depending on if Travelers is played by Mr. Spieth. We await that commitment as well. Which we do await. You better I believe I will, I will be home before the Scottish. Oh, that's nice. So you'll be ready to go for those two events. Yes, I will be. I will be back in the States. Nice. Yes. I, um, don't forget your passport. Yes, I see it right now. <laughs> I kept my passport with me very, very close because that is very, very important. But. Oh. All right, well. Good night, everyone. Salutations.